<laughs> Whittly, hey, Whitty. welcome to C3. I'm your host, Colin. And I'm Julian. <laughs> Grab a cocktail <laughs> and have a seat while we talk about some crime and our crippling depression. As you can see, I haven't upgraded my chair yet. It's just still the I was stool. laughing really hard, so my little rolly chair was fucking going <laughs> off for a minute. One day, we will not have a professional studio, but actual chairs that we can sit in. Listen, this is professional as fuck, dog. Period. My friends owe us each six hundred dollars for seeing this exclusive here. setup. Yeah, because they saw this like highly like exquisite, expensive setup that is my living room and the plastic chair that Chrissy no plastic table that Chrissy bought for five dollars. Hey, it's a good table for five bucks. What's giving me crippling depression today, Jordan? This one very long period cramp I have. <laughs> Your house is kind of warm. Oh, I don't know if I want to cry, fucking, fucking fight somebody. I don't know what I need in my life, but. I'm just going through it, dog. We really mm-hmm. out here vibing. Mm-hmm. I had a Twix on the way. It was pretty nice. I was just sitting there. I looked at Chrissy and I was like, is anybody else having a heat stroke or is it just me? Everyone else is fine. I'm like, no, I'm dying. Their mama's right a hoe. That's what the answer is. <laughs> Anywho, what's giving you depression? Um, So have you seen Heartstopper? No. Okay. It's on Netflix. It's fantastic. Do you have Netflix? Yeah, of course I have Netflix. Okay, well. My mom pees for it. I need you to go watch Heartstopper. It's like a gay coming of age. Is it going to make me cry? Happy tears. It'll have to be on the weekend when I don't have my eyelashes on. Okay, (laughs) well, you need to watch it because it's really cute. And season two comes out August 3rd. But I'm currently rewatching it. And it just gives me, like, brings me back to some high school days when, like, I came out in eighth grade. And it wasn't wasn't the best time yeah from that point forward and i yeah. had to start like punching people to get them to leave Period. Me alone. we <laughs> so love an aggressive it's man just, yeah a lot of like i'm not explain it but yeah a little personal yeah that's about it so yeah that's i would also like to add today. to my crippling depression um i had an eye doctor's appointment and they basically told me that i'm in denial and i need to wear my glasses all the time <laughs> so i got prescription sunglasses so i'm officially 45 so Period. I'm cool as hell, dog. I'm out here. I got my prescription fucking polarized sunglasses with my reflection on, and I also got my new regular glasses. So I'll be at work, like, squinting and stuff to zoom in on Yeah, literally. They were like, you're at the point where you're not going to pass the driving test anymore for the eye exam. (laughs) Like, you need your fucking glasses. Yeah, I'll do it in public, too. And AC's like, it's what you need to wear your glasses. I'm like, no. Because when you consistently wear your glasses, your eyesight gets worse without them. And I refuse to just... And I'm not doing it. Yeah, thankfully, my eyes to. haven't gotten much worse. It, like, my left eye got, like, 1% worse. So mm-hmm. I was like... But they're like, listen, bitch. They're literally like, you're, you will not pass Jason the driver's delusional test. delusional right now. So yeah, you need literally. To... I was like, well, I'll get the sunglasses because I wear those more than my regular glasses. <laughs> so at least I'll start. So I got me some Kate Spade polarized lenses coming my way next week. That sounds expensive. Is Kate Spade expensive? Mm, somewhat. Okay. I don't know. To match my purse vibes, you know, I'm a Kate Spade bitch. So. so, Jordan picked. What the fuck did you even call this topic? So I called it people who disappeared or were murdered after like appearing on TV. Um, because my case is very personal to me. Oh. In the way that me and my grandma used to watch these kinds of shows all the time. So when this happened, we were like, "What the fuck?" So mine at all did not. I very much so misunderstood the assignment. Chrissy, it's okay, I misunderstood last week on purpose. Yeah. Chrissy so. tried to get me to do the guy from the movie Crow, yeah. who was shot on set on yeah, accident. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw this one case about this little girl. She was found after her, like, because you know how they 
age do like yeah. age progression photos her it was on unsolved mysteries uh-huh. her picture was only at the end uh-huh. and they found someone recognized her in a store shortly after that was released oh, that's fucking awesome and i love when shit like found. that happens was, dog. i can't remember her name i almost did that too and i was like i mean it was on tv but i couldn't find enough information to make it satisfying so i found this case and i'll i'll get to where it kind of hits so i don't know if you've heard of uh steven stainer Mm, i hope not okay we'll see but in so in 1972 he was seven years old at the time of his abduction and so he was abducted by a man as he was walking on the street i don't know where whether he was headed to or from home Mm. um but the man somehow lured him to his vehicle again i don't know how that happened and then in this is kind of gonna be a little all over the place Uh in 1980 stainer arrived at the ukiah police station with five-year-old timmy white so that was over six years later Uh even more i do know this okay so stainer's time with the kidnapper he was obviously repeatedly trigger warning sexually assaulted and raped and then once uh, stainer began to age out of what that man liked he Mm -hmm. decided that he also needed another this is very similar to that one case i did which it was the same fucking thing basically but this man went and kidnapped five-year-old timmy i don't know how he got a hold of him as well and then when he brought this child in stainer was just like no i can't watch another kid go through the same shit that i just did and that's what prompted the escape and he took the child with him and then he did it was quoted i brought timmy because i didn't like what was happening it happened to me and i didn't want to see it happen to anyone else so then parnell was convicted of kidnapping served five years of a seven year sentence and then he was a first of all how they not have him this man kidnapped you had this child kidnapped for more than what you were sentenced to begin with and you stayed in less time than what you had a child kidnapped for it doesn't make sense to me i told chrissy earlier as i was reaching researching i was like the minimum should automatically already be the amount of time that you fucking had that person kidnapped for for and then we just stack it up from there it's such fucking bullshit and then as per usual he was arrested and get again in 2003 for attempting to procure a four-year-old and so like i understand this is a second offense but it doesn't make sense because he was then in 2004 sentenced 25 years in prison mm. and he died in 2008. So he attempted to get a child this time and got 25 years in prison. But the last time he successfully kidnapped two and the even time frame, though, assaulted it might be one. like more laws were in place at the time because unfortunately oh. it was in the 80s to that's 2008. True. So that's a good amount of time and more legislation can be passed. So maybe that's what happened. So Stephen played a non speaking role of a police officer in a show. That was in 1989. It was a series called I Know My Name is Steven. It was about his life. Oh, that's pretty cool, though. At least he was a little bit in it. Yes. And then later in life, Steven, he did marry and have two children. And then Steven died in 1989 at age 24 in a hit-and-run motorcycle crash. No. I didn't know he died. I don't like that. This is where um, he appeared on TV and then died came from because he was on a show and then died. Oh, my God. that's That's so sad. But there's more what i'm assuming you know this part too probably okay uh for anybody who doesn't because i was fucking shook i've never heard of it i don't know if you've heard of the 
Yosemite Park Killer. So I'm not giving a name yet, but um, <laughs> a man was hired as a handyman at the Cedar Lodge Motel. And I think I mistyped, but it's, it says El Portal, California. <laughs> I like but it. But I don't know if that's Fuck with. Right. Fuck with it. It could have okay. autocorrected for me. So on March 18th, 1999, 42-year-old Carol Yvonne Sund and 16-year-old Argentine exchange student Silvina Peloso they were both found in the charred remains of Sun's Pontiac rental car. Mm-hmm. And the bodies, they had to be identified by body records because they were burnt beyond recognition. Mm-hmm. And Sun had been strangled and shot, mm-hmm. but she was, trigger warning part two, was not raped. But Peloso, on the other hand, was raped mm-hmm. and shot. A week later, police had received a note with a hand-drawn map indicating the location of a third victim, which happened to be Sun's 15-year-old daughter, Juliana Sund. Mm. And the note stated, We had fun with this one, and when the body was found, she had also been raped and her throat had been slit. Mm. So then, this is kind of going to be quick, too. Um, on July 22nd, 1999, the decapitated body of the Yosemite Institute employee, 26-year-old Joey Ruth Armstrong, was found. Eyewitnesses informed investigators that a blue 1972 international scout was parked outside of the cabin she was staying in the day prior and the vehicle was then traced back to carrie stainer and i was like i have to cover this because i was so fucking shook that this is steven's brother who went on to become a serial killer yep right and, yeah he was not a suspect at all in the beginning and then now is clearly the yeah. prime suspect and in interrogation he confessed to all four murders he was suspected of at least five other murders Um, None of them were confirmed. He was eventually convicted of all four murders and charged with three counts of first-degree murder and one count of kidnapping. And on August 27, 2002, he was sentenced to death, but he remains on death row because California hasn't done that since 2006. And um, I thought it was fucking weird because they tried to do like an insanity plea of not guilty and everything and his lawyer took the ocd route and said see he's not right because his request for confessing was to receive child sexual abuse material as like a reward for confessing to the murders what yeah but what Mm -hmm. what he he said all right so i confess can i get child sexual abuse material now and huh yeah so Apparently, I read this somewhere else. This is what led me to this case, was that he did it because he wanted a TV show or, like, special movie or something to be made about his killings. Just, like, stuff was made about his brother's incident. Your brother was attacked, sir. He wasn't a pedophile who killed people. Yeah, I just... You're not special. You're just disgusting like every other man. Imagine defending that case. And, like, being like, oh, he has OCD. You know he really was just, like, OCD because I know we're losing and I really don't care. That's <laughs> You know that's why he picked that because that don't I, even make sense. It does not make he sense He was like, it's going to suck because I don't want to defend this guy and this is the best I'm going to give him. Yeah, I don't understand the, how the law works. So I understand, like, where it's like, if you can't afford a lawyer, one will be appointed to you. How does a lawyer argue for someone, on, like, in their head, like... I know you're guilty, bitch, and I don't want to do this, but I By have to. saying OCD because they wanted fucking <laughs> child sexual abuse material fucking as a reward. That's funny. That's literally how you do it right but yeah, there. so I thought it was just kind of crazy because it was just... Yeah. I didn't know he that died, That family though, apparently played um, tragedy Mad Libs because... Yeah. Mad Libs is just the vibe lately. I don't know what it, <laughs> it is, has but been we're really on case. it. What? I'm going to hand it off to Jordan now. Thank you. Okay. 
Anyway, like I said, um, this case was a little bit like, holy shit. Because me and my grandma, you know, when I was younger and would be home on summer break and stuff, she loved Judge Judy, the People's Court, all that mm. kind of shit. So we watched this all the time. So I'm covering Michelle Parker. Um, she was born November 20th, 1978, and she graduated from Winter Park High School in Winter Park, Florida. And she went on to work several jobs to support her children. She worked at a bartender at Jesse's Black Saloon. And she also owned her own company, which was a mobile um, airbrush tanning salon. Go off, queen. Yeah, I know. We love her. But she also did work at other bars, filling in for bartenders as needed to make extra money. We all need to make extra money. Yeah. She was planning on doing this the day that she vanished. By 2011, Michelle, who was 32 at the time, had three children, a pair of three-year-old twins and an 11-year-old son. The older son was a result of her previous relationship while the twins were from their father, Dale Smith Jr., who was 41. He is her ex-fiance, who she appeared on the show with. Okay. Um, a little bit of a trigger warning. Um, the two broke it off before they went through with the marriage with her having allegations of abuse, potential kind of sexual abuse, it seems like. Like from him? Yes, from okay. him. And then also proven cheating on Dale's part. Okay. The only reason I'm saying allegations of abuse and sexual abuse is because it's reported, but there's... No official Unfortunately, there's for that no one. official anything yeah. because she is missing. So nothing was ever carried out. Okay. But I did see it on a few sources, so I'm going to include it. Um, she went missing the same day that their episode of People's Court or... Wait, she went missing the same day she was on Judge Judy? No. Okay. Michelle went missing the same day of their episode on People's Court... Um, where they argued over the lost engagement ring. I'm confused. So there's two different. They went on two different shows. No, they just went on People's Court. I just okay. said Judge Judy because that's what we used to watch all the time. Oh, and Judge okay. Judy's a queen. I understand now. She's so fucking. I'm mean. back I love on her. the same page because yeah. normally I'm not on the page, and we all know that by now. It's okay. But so, yeah, so they were on the People's Court. The episode aired, or aired. that they recorded it. So the same day that it aired, she goes missing. Okay. So it was only a few months after. That's not a coincidence at all. No, I don't think so, right? No, it's completely accidental. Mm -hmm. After they had split, Dale asked for the engagement ring back, and Michelle had threw the ring at him, where it fell over the edge of a hotel balcony and was lost, as she fucking should, because fuck you, bitch. So one time my friend uh, was going through a rough patch with her man, and he had given her a promise ring, I think it was, mm. and she, when she went to break up with him, where they were already broken up, and... He asked for the ring back or she said something along the lines of she asked me if she should give it back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, keep that shit. I was like, sell it for money or something. And then yeah. she later informed me that she took it off and threw it at him for dramatic effect. I mean, so. pretty fair. That's also good, too. <laughs> do what you can. Do what you got to do. Whatever mm -hmm. makes you feel good at the end of the day, go for it. I sold mine. So, yeah. One day, like, I want to do one of those, like, Nickelodeon Disney breakups where you dump the milkshake on them in right. public and walk away. Oh, my God. <laughs> I should have done that to quite a few people in my life, but... So, in the end, the judge on People's Court ruled in Dale's favor, ordering Michelle to pay half of the value of the lost ring at 250000 Not 250000 Jesus Christ. $2,500. I was like, Jesus. I just My diamond read. earring fell off and went to the... Kim, there's people dying. <laughs> she was last known to be alive um, when she was dropping her children's... Damn, I can't read. I'm so sorry. I'm still blaming this man, and I'm sorry I interrupted you again, but yeah, I'm, st I'm blaming him, and I don't understand why, because he won in court. Continue. She was last known to be alive when she was dropping off her twin children at his condo near Goldenrod Road and La Vista Boulevard in Orlando. When Parker's brother reached out to her around 4.30 asking where she was, asking where she was, she responded with only one word, Waterford. Fucking he's confused as shit, because it... 
only could have meant Waterford Lakes on the east side, which is completely not in the fucking area that she's at. Okay, number one. Like, that's like, all the way away. How many hours are we talking? Do you have any idea? Or like, no, it's just like, she's it long, like... Or is it like a 30-minute drive long? Well, I mean, like, she's on the west side, and that's the east side. You know I what don't mean? know so what that, that means. East, west. Well, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need the hand signals. I meant, like... In terms of how far those two things are from each other, I don't understand. I think a good distance because she had to go to work that night. Okay. So, like, why the fuck are you going to be over there when you're supposed to be over here okay. and you have work soon? That's why she was dropping her kids off. So Dale snatched her and brought her over there and then took her phone and texted. Maybe. I stand by my statements. Some speculate that the message was sent from someone else beside Michelle. She was scheduled to work a shift later in the night at a place called The Barn in Sanford, and she didn't show up for that, which was very unusual for her. When it started to get dark out and her mother still hadn't returned home, Parker's older son contacted his grandmother, Yvonne Stewart, asking where his mom was. And Stewart was surprised to hear that Michelle wasn't home yet and she began calling her daughter's phone, but no one answered. Stewart tried reaching out to Dale several times, but she was unable to get in touch with him right then. And no one could be reached who had seen Parker that evening, so the police were contacted, as they should. Her Hummer was found on November 18, 2011, in a parking lot, but the sheriffs discovered her iPhone under an Orange County bridge in December of 2011. At first, Dale had trouble getting a hold of... I, I feel like this is kind of recent for her to just kind of disappear and not be found. Yeah. At first, Stuart had trouble getting a hold of Dale. She eventually spoke with him and asked when the last time she saw Michelle was. And he replied that he had seen her last when she dropped the twins off earlier in the day. And after that, he thought she went shopping or something, perhaps down by Waterford. Hmm. Convenient how right the perpetrator knows exactly where she was. Right. In the last in text, text she sent message. her brother. Convenient. So, obviously, her mom found this suspicious as fuck, given the one-word text message to her brother being the same fucking area. It's like when police release only a little bit of information about the killing, and then when they interrogate people, they don't say, oh, this person was shot three times, and then the mm-hmm. person in the interrogation room is like, yeah, I think they were shot three times or something. Yeah. Like, Bitch. You give out more than you should fucking be saying, but say it, because we want you to get caught. I know it was him. So, obviously, the authorities did not hold back their suspicion of Dale, and they kept calling him their prime suspect because he was. On a news interview, um, at the time of the disappearance, Smith was named a suspect, but he was never charged in relation to the case. And despite the allegations of abuse, Stewart stated that Smith is a great father, but just couldn't get along with Michelle. Couldn't get along so much that he killed her yeah she also said that she didn't know if he had anything to do with her disappearance and later on her opinion of him would change smith is still the only suspect in the case but was never criminally charged so um did they fucking search his property or his vehicle or anything like that because i'm sure there's dna evidence somewhere in some way shape or form there is always a maroon rug fiber. Last year, Orlando Police Chief Orlando Rowland was asked if Smith was still a suspect in the case, and he is said to he said he is someone of interest during this investigation, but ultimately I think there may be someone out there who has some specifics that will help us close the case. Despite that, Michelle's parents have sued Dale in civil court, accusing him of the daughter's death, and it was dismissed, and her parents also tried to gain custody of the children and they were denied in their court case. It was around 2015 and 2016, and that is the last things that happened. But I do want to say, just in case anybody fucking knows anything or 
anything at all, there is a $200,000 tip line. The number is 386-402-3729. And the Orlando Police Department number is 407-246-2979. And then they do have MP200K tips at gmail.com as well for any information. And you can always report anonymously. She has fucking kids. Mm-hmm. She deserves to be put to rest. Obviously, she is no longer with us, and whatever like, capacity that may be, her family deserves to know what happened. If you fucking know something, please say something. Absolutely. I think I would like to know what his alibi was for that night that she went missing. Unfortunately, there's not too much info. Like, that's the most information I could find I on know. that. It's and just, it's horrible because, you know, you can watch that court case. Like, he did not treat her very well. This is know? one of those cases where I'd like to have a blow up on social media. Yeah. And then there's enough pressure to get fucking law enforcement yeah. to work harder to look into it. Yeah. And then maybe something will actually get done. The worst part to me is, like, the, her parents can't even, like, get custody of the children, knowing mm-hmm. what was going on behind the scenes with them. Even though, like, he's apparently not a bad father. Do we know how old are the kids now? At the time, they were 11 and 3. So, by so. now, probably old enough to where they don't really need custody but back in 2016 they would still yeah. be underage so but most of them are at least yeah. gonna be adults soon if yeah. not they aren't already yeah and her little babies have no idea who she really is you know yeah, and that's horrible it does but if you know anything i gave out info so please reach out to them seriously but mm-hmm. that was my case and it's a little personal because me and my grandma watched that and then when we found this out we were like, watched the, the court thing yeah we okay. fucking watch this shit all the time that's why it's so crazy like to have seen that to then. have seen it and then find this out later like because mm. i mean all the time you know what i mean obviously shit happens to people but mm-hmm. it's just weird when you like you watch someone and the person that's a suspect like on camera and of course not everything's 100 percent real on there but it's just like the way he was towards her in that is just like ugh, you know yeah uh, and it's like on tape <laughs> again it doesn't make sense because it's like bro you you won so what's the point you got what you wanted she has to give you money can't like, just can't give you the money your, if she's take dead your loss like go yeah i'm over it yeah me too but you gotta love it but hopefully maybe this will reach someone who will share something even if it's anonymous or if you get the money whatever yeah just help bring her home i hope so soon yes i just like i said that one's seems like a pretty at least looking at it looks like a pretty clear cut cut case case, but unfortunately i think it's a difficult one to make because there's no body there's nothing yeah and usually without a body there's there's no murder because she could be anywhere but i still think they should search his for sure well should have searched his home or apartment or for sure anything now might be a little too late so hopefully they find her soon hopefully yeah so her case is a lot sadder than mine i mean mine was sad too because it's oh for sure that just has a lot of like tragedy everywhere (laughs) it was mine was everywhere i thought it was a lot longer as i was typing it up and then i realized i don't know if it's just because a bitch talks fast or what but yeah, so sorry we gave you two shorties, but I feel like these were some decent cases. I like to believe at some point me and Jordan are going to record like a little commercial type shit where I can just insert it and it's like, here's our Patreon thing. So it doesn't sound so all over the fucking place every time I try to do it. But if you enjoyed the show, we do have a Patreon. There are three tiers. The first one's a dollar and you gain access to bonus content that me and Jordan do once a month. I cover cryptids. Jordan covers pretty much whatever she wants. It's just as I should falls in line with something <laughs> odd. The end. And 
for five dollars a month you'll gain access to that and mine and jordan's inevitable baddies review episodes yes. still got to plan that and workshop it and then for 15 dollars a month you'll gain all of that as well as an entire episode dedicated to you you can pick episode Everything. cocktail the whole shebang which we were not we were not drinking this time i'm prone to canker sores and a bitch has like three of them under my tongue right now because i just in my infinite wisdom was like let me eat these mandarin oranges and then paid for it for two weeks after the fact i mean that's your own (laughs) fault you knew what was gonna happen i gotta remember if i do decide because i love oranges so much but i can't eat them because they cause me two to three weeks of severe pain so I need to remember to just rinse with salt water or something afterwards. But yeah, so I'm not drinking, and neither is Jordan. And I forgot it at the house. I even went home after work today before I came over, and I looked at them, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm ready to go." <laughs> so I'll text you next time. Eventually, I will bring my alcohol. And then our Instagram is c dot three podcast. Yep. There's a link there to our Podbean where you can see all the different platforms that the podcast is free to listen on. I also post visuals, nothing graphic, of course, but just something to kind of give a little bit of picture of who these people were um, and how they deserve to be acknowledged and people to recognize their face. And then I also do have our email linked in there in case there's any corrections or anything people want to give feedback on. I do check it. Still have not received an email and that's fine, but we'll get there one day. <laughs> Someone, you're, watch your mom's like gonna listen to this one and be like fine i'll fucking email you so you stop talking about it i'll see it come in i'll be so excited I'll be, it'll be like bitch stop fucking pleading for emails and then i'm gonna have to like cry myself to sleep but anyways please support us please send this to other people and i promise once i get out of like whatever bout of depression i'm in i'm gonna go back and edit all the past episodes that need some touch up and fixing then i'm gonna get on it with the marketing and i think that's all i got right now got yeah anything? no okay. And that's on murder. Period. Mm-hmm.